There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Kurt Cobain's daughter. I'm trying to remember her name. Frances Bean. Frances Bean, Frances. right. So, Where do you see her? She's so pretty. Does she, she look like Courtney? Uh, oh, yeah. I'll yeah. show you. I'll pull the picture up and post it I while you guys are doing this story. Time. Yeah. So get a load of this. She is the daughter of Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love. She married Riley Hawk, who is the son of Tony Hawk. So here's where it gets even more interesting. Michael Stipe from REM performed the ceremony. Oh, wow. He's actually Francis Francis's godfather. Okay. Drew Barrymore is her godmother. Who knew that? Oh, wow. I did yeah. not. He's the perfect godmother, too. Oh, <laughs> she, she is. is. Yeah. Well, and just like that, not just based on who she is and her personality, but like her life story, you know. Mm-hmm. Just, How she was a young oh, star. Overcome that, a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, she's been through everything. So don't know anything about the ceremony, like if there were guests, how many or who was there. Not even clear if Courtney was there, but Francis and Riley have been dating since at least January of 2021. This is her second marriage. She divorced her first husband in 2016. Wow. So how so, old is she? I know. She? I'm, I'm just trying. Look, here's the picture of her. She doesn't look very old. What do you think? 26? I don't know. When did? How long has Kurt Cobain been I don't been know. Dead? Let me pull it up. Hold on. Beautiful eyes. Because she was, how old was she when he died? She's 31. Okay. Wow. She's 31. Is this her first marriage? Second. Second. Second marriage. Divorced in 2016. Oh, got it, got it. When Kurt that. died, she was one. Oh, God. 1992. She was tired. She was born in 1992. Yeah. She's gorgeous, though. She looks like both of them. Like, right when you look at her dead in the face, yeah. she looks like Kurt. But then she has kind of the flowy hair look and stuff. a little stuff, longer like, and you see Courtney. Yeah. yeah. Right. She's gorgeous. Huh. Well, Fritch mentioned this on the Facebook Live video this morning. Britney Spears' new book, The Woman and Me, came out yesterday. Uh, has Fritch finished it yet? Because yesterday you were on chapter nine. It came out yesterday. You were already on chapter nine. <laughs> yesterday morning I was on chapter nine. Um, those chapters went pretty quickly, I will say. But now that I'm up, and I think I'm on chapter 20, um, I'm almost halfway there. It says I have about three hours left to listen. So I think it's like 540, something yeah. like that total. Uh, but these chapters are getting a little bit longer because she's starting to give more details about her experiences. More stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you had mentioned that 
you know, Brittany does like the dedication and a, and a very brief forward that lasts all of a minute 45, right? Yeah, not very long at all. No. Yeah, the rest of it, it's all actress Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. Which I'm really enjoying her voice. She's quite soothing, honestly. A lot of people are saying that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are giving actress Michelle Williams props for doing such a great job on the on the delivery of Brittany's book. And here's a great example. As Brittany recounts a time that Justin Timberlake was being kind of cringeworthy when Genuine walked by. You know, Genuine of Pony fame? His band in sync was what people back then called So Pimp. They were white boys, but they loved hip-hop. To me, that's what separated them from the Backstreet Boys, who seemed very consciously to position themselves as a white group. In sync hung out with black artists. Sometimes I thought they tried too hard to fit in. One day, Jay and I were in New York, going to parts of town I'd never been to before. Walking our way was a guy with a huge, blinged-out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Oh yeah, faux shiz, faux shiz, genuine, what's up, homie? After genuine walked away, Felicia did an impression of Jay. Oh yeah, faux shiz, faux shiz, genuine. Jay wasn't even embarrassed. She pivoted really well in that. That's good. She did. I mean, she kind of sounds a little. She sounds a little like Britney. You think so? I you maybe know, young Britney. Yeah, not anymore. I mean, now Britney little... sounds like hey guys. Yeah. She's a good enough actress. She could probably pull it off if you asked her to. Yeah. Like if you want, you know, Michelle, go full Britney delivery. <laughs> now just be Michelle. She yeah. talks. I mean, that's what I am starting. Like my heart's breaking for Britney a little bit when she goes into the. Um, like how much she really mourned the relationship after Justin Timberlake and how much she just loved him and loved his family because she had such a crazy, horrible upbringing with her dad being alcoholic and her family not being very happy together. Like to her, when she was dating Justin, she would always go to his family stuff and his family's Christmas and his family's parties. And so when they broke up, that was like the ultimate it was a big loss. Death for her. Because, We've all felt that. We've all oh, been yeah. through something similar. Because she had so much identity in that. Like, she just, she was talking in the book about how she's was inconsolable for, like, four months. Like, she couldn't even talk when she went back to Louisiana to kind Do we of, know like, what, what, recover. What, why did they break up? What is the fight? Because there were always so many rumors. Well, they talked about, like, in the book, she talks about she had the abortion and then he started working on the Justified album, and she said, you know, I should have seen it coming. I should have seen the writing on the wall because he started to get more distance, more distant. And while she was recording a music video, he did text message her and say, hey, this is, I'm done. This is kind of over. And she couldn't, like, leave to call him or anything because she was recording the video. Mm. And so then after that, they kind of talked, got together. She went back to Louisiana he finished the album and he came to visit her one time in Louisiana and kind of wrote her a letter, but it was like done. What video was she shooting? I can't remember hmm. if it but was. But she doesn't say like what was the reason. I mean, no, she talks about how they were cheating on each other. Like she, you know, she's like he cheated on me a lot. She gives like kind of um, descriptions about how you know her friend was in New York and he was like, oh, I hit that last night. And so her friend told Brittany like, hey, you know, he said this, blah, 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 blah. And then one time when she was in Europe or something, there was a video of him in the backseat of a car with somebody. And it was rumored that those two were like hooking up. And so she's like, you know, I did kiss Wade. She talked a little bit about that, but she was like, that was it. It was a kiss. And she also said that she told Justin about kissing Wade at the time when it Mm -hmm. happened. 
But they, I, I think it's just fidel- infidelity. But I also felt like listening to her tell that story that after the abortion, it was just kind of like they both were just in different mindsets. Like Brittany specifically talks about how she couldn't come out of it for several months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, we got to take a break. We got more e-news to come. We're going to get into Tom Bergeron and the real story. So Cheryl Burke, the one of the professional dancers, she's got a podcast and she had Tom Bergeron on. Is Cheryl Burke still on Dancing with the Stars or is no, she left? She left she a while ago. Oh, so they can both speak freely then. I yeah. guess so, yeah. She asked him about his exit from the show and he totally went there. He spilled all the beans. So we'll talk about that. We'll give you the full story coming up. Uh, plus, Brian Cranston, Aaron Paul, Drake, all making headlines as we continue. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art at q102 all right so tom bergeron we were all so bummed when he left dancing with the stars because he was just so good good host so good so why did he leave well we found out that it was over politics and the real deal, like the actual Washington, D.C. kind. He gave the details to dancer Cheryl Burke. She's got a Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans podcast. Cute name. She said that, or he said in 2019, when the presidential election was coming up, he met with executives to discuss the upcoming season. He told them he wanted to steer clear of controversy and not cast any political figures. Like him even more. Yeah. He said the show should be a, quote, wonderful escape from all that divisiveness for two hours a week. And they agreed with him. So this makes me, I mean, when you're the host of a show like that, I mean, is that considered your show? It depends on, it depends on your relationship with the network, I guess, your stature, how long you've been there. I mean, they, they obviously entertained meetings with him to discuss these things and were open to his input some input but ultimately you know when these things come push to shove he's the little guy at the end of the day we all are yeah Soon after the conversation, he got the news that Donald Trump's former spokesman, Sean Spicer, had been cast, and he was furious. He actually offered to compromise by taking the season off, but they counteroffered to let him out of his contract entirely, which basically let him know the relationship was over. He tried to keep it bottled up, but he couldn't. He decided to issue a statement to let people know that, quote, they effing lied to me. <laughs> that statement didn't name any names or address. Let's just go ahead and torch that bridge while we're at it. <laughs> It just said that he'd had an agreement with the producers and they threw him a curveball. He did stick it out for that season, but they canned him when it was over. Yeah, well, I'm I'm sure he knew they would. He was Yeah. At peace with that, I guess. And was it was Aaron Andrews his co-host at the time? Was she the last one? She wanted she go at the same time? Uh, I don't remember. Was it Brooke Burke? I forget the order of the female host. He didn't even have a female host for like the first what 15 yeah, 30 seasons for a of bunch that of thing. Them. 
And then they brought in Brooke Burke, didn't they? And Aaron. And then Aaron. Mm-hmm. And now, and then what was the other girl? Wasn't Tyra Banks on there too? Well, that was after Tom That's had left, place. I think. Yeah. yeah. And that did not. That, that did not last That was long. pretty bad. That was not good. <laughs> So who's hosting it now? Isn't it Julian Huff and um, Alfonso Rivera? I have the foggiest I idea. Haven't I haven't watched it in, it in so years. Long. I think and I used to not miss that show. I used to love that show. Yeah. I think we're fine with missing it. Well, remember they put it straight to streaming for the last few years. This is the first year it's, it's back. back on ABC. Back it's on, on ABC. Disney Plus, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, John Stamos has a lot to say in his new book, If You Would Have Told Me. Uh, and here's another scoop. John admits to having two cosmetic procedures. You know, one of the things about John Stamos is, you know, people look at him and they're like, man, that guy, he looks amazing right. for his age. Yeah. How does he do it? He doesn't look like he's had any surgery. Mm-mm. Well, he actually has had two surgeries, a nose job and another nose job. Soon after he joined General Hospital in 1982, John decided to get his nose done during a break in filming. He says, everyone who gets a nose job tries to find some excuse other than vanity, but let's just call it what it was. It was vanity. So he gets the nose job, but he's not happy with the result. He said it left his nose, quote, kind of pushed up like Peter Pan or something, whatever. He, He didn't like it. So during the next... General Hospital hiatus, he got it redone, but this time he used Michael Jackson's plastic surgeon. Oh, wow, why not? He says, who better to handle the delicate task of re-sculpting my nose than the man who created a whole new face for MJ? (laughs) And so this all happened, I guess, within John's first year on the show. But it's still pretty impressive, though, the fact that, like, outside of the nose job, he's not really had any other work done. Yeah, no facelifts. It looks pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cute guy. He is cute. So Drake celebrated his 37th birthday at a club called Casa Donna in Miami on Monday night. And this is just kind of fun. Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad showed up, and they were serving drinks. Now, for a reason, they've got a new brand of booze, Dos Hombres. Oh, tequila? Yeah. Yum. No word on any other celebrity guests, but sources say Drake and his crew were having a kind of guys' night, even though several women tried to steal him away for some one-on-one time. But uh, guys' night out. Oh, wow. With Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul born. That right? sounds like fun. I know. That's the kind of thing you could auction off for charity. Yeah. And make a... F- oh, God, yeah. Freaking ton of money, probably. Right? For sure. Yeah. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Some people complain. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
they never look good in photos. Yes. Despite using several techniques, angling the camera down, tilting their head, Mm -hmm. uh, doing the knee pop, and, of course, the the duck face attempt. So in a new poll, 49% of Americans say they feel like they actually look better in person than they ever do in photos. A much smaller percent say the opposite, that they feel like they actually look, they photograph better than they they look in real life. Yeah. I think that's what I think. It depends on the photographer. I mean, you get a professional photographer taking pictures of you and they can, yeah, they can do some good stuff. Right. Uh, 23% of people say there's really no difference and 15% aren't really sure. But women are the ones (laughs) who are more likely to say, they feel like they look better in person than they do in photos, mm. while men were more likely to say it doesn't make a difference. I'm appalling. Doesn't it depend both. on the lighting <laughs> too? Lighting, who's uh-huh. taking the photo, yep. what you had for dinner yesterday. If I yes. had a bunch of cheese, or then it doesn't alcohol. matter what happens, the photo's going to be horrible because yep. I'm going to look like a yeah. bloated mess. I always think I look really good in the studio. Like I'll do my hair and makeup. And then I go into the bathroom mirror, bathroom here, the poopy pants bathroom, and the lighting in there is so harsh. I'm like, did I even get any sleep last night? No joke. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you. Don't ever go in there if you want to feel good about yourself. I hate filters because I don't think they improve the look. Like, you know, the ones that make it lighter or make yeah. it more colorful or make it a certain sepia tone. Yeah. I just, mm-hmm. I, I never, at least for me, I never like any of them. You haven't found one that works for you. No, I no. just like the regular just look. And when so when I'm in a picture and someone's messed with it, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's crazy it. about that, Jeff, though, is, I mean, I have a friend that filters her pictures or edits the pictures, and I'm like, you don't look like that. When to people me. meet you in person, they're going to be like, like that. Yeah. What? They're going to be like, oh. That's the thing that I don't enjoy about the filter and the editing and the photoshopping. It's like it doesn't look like you. Right. Yeah, people were also asked if being photogenic is a, more of a skill. Mhm. Yeah. And <laughs> 21% of people do think that it's something that can actually be learned. You know, basically like making the most of what you've got just figuring out you know what that right angle is you know whether it's your left side i mean we we always joke about you know that's not my best side well figuring out what is your best side because you do probably have a best side there's Mm -hmm. a part none of us are symmetrical most of us are not symmetrical no there's a part in the new uh britney spears book where she talks about the first time that she met mariah carey And she's like, you know, this was 25 years ago or whatever it was. And she was like, I met Mariah Carey. I knocked on her door at whatever award show this is. And she was like, Mariah Carey had a ring light and knew about lighting before it was even a thing. Like now everybody has that ring light. Like they'll take it with you. And Uh she said, you know, let's get a picture. Brittany said to Mariah and Mariah was like, no, you have to come in here to my lighting and my side. Yeah. Like she immediately knew like right away. She said it was the most gorgeous picture they had ever taken because Mariah had taught her how to find her how side. to work it. Yeah. Yeah, the thing with the ring lighting, though, is you can screw that up, too. Like, if it's too close yeah. to you or if there's not enough, like, if there's not enough distance between you and the wall behind you, and sometimes if you really want to take it next level, having a light that lights you from the back a little just to kind of give it and Balance. you more mm-hmm. depth, right, just so it's not so... 
Parks. Listen to me. I'm the television actor. Look at you. I can light a room. How about that? <laughs> I can't <laughs> make myself look good, but I can make you look good. <laughs> My favorite photo we ever took uh, as a show was the selfie when Jeff had his oh, FC Cincinnati scarf placed across <laughs> like a sash, like a member at the UN. And then that the, was so the funny. selfie stick How's is... a delegate? The like, selfie stick is in the picture. four feet of stick. Yeah. And it's not supposed to be in the picture. Let's show everyone that picture when Jeff's talking about being an expert on photography. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not good at selfie sticks. We laughed for 20 solid minutes yes. about that. Yeah. Like, the whole point of the selfie stick is for it to not be in the picture. And you can see the whole thing. That's true. It's, yeah. That's great. But I can make you look good. Yeah. Minus the selfie stick. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Let's talk about yellow pillow. Yellow pillow. Yeah. What is this? I know it took me a minute. So much. It's yellow. Yeah. We're going to direct this to mostly guys. Do you have a yellow pillow? When you take off your pillowcase, is the actual pillow stained with shades of yellow? Yes. Okay. So there is an ongoing debate about yellow pillows on social media (laughs) and the responses really run the gamut. Some people consider yellow pillows gross, but some people actually find them endearing. It started when a guy said, my girlfriend is mad at me because I've revealed to her the yellow pillow. Fellas, I'm sure you all know that this thing is magic. Another guy said, part of being a man is using the same pillow since the age of 10 and never washing it. (laughs) That might be true. Yeah, that might be. Others say, I got rid of my yellow pillows maybe a year ago and I legit haven't rested comfortably since. Oh, It's it's a sign of a well-loved pillow seasoned like a cast iron pan and some are even sharing photos of their pillows plenty of people including the significant others of yellow pillow owners say that <laughs> yellow pillars are disgusting in their mind See, I, I would imagine the second you saw the least bit of yellow on your pillow it's gone wasn't that why we put on pillowcases it's not like we're yeah Putting our head on directly onto the fungus that's growing on the yellow yeah. pillow. Is that what it is? What there is, is it a anyway? barrier. How often do you guys change your pillows, though? I think I'm at least once a year when yeah, I do the screen Aren't cleaning. Aren't you supposed to? Well, let me answer uh-huh. one question at a time. You asked the question, "What is on a yellow pillow?" It's a buildup of moisture from sweat, okay. oil, lotions, and let's be honest, drool. And even going to bed with wet hair can cause. Discoloration for your pillow. So that may sound really gross, but it's not going to kill you. Uh, Now, experts do say that staining can trigger allergies if mildew or fungus are allowed to fester. Mm. And those pillows can develop an odor in some cases. (laughs) Yeah. You can slow the yellowing by keeping pillowcases fresh and clean and using pillow protectors. Which I do because I can't get rid of my pillow. Yeah. So I use I use the pillow protectors because it's the same thing. I've got this pillow, and I probably bought ten different pillows of all different price ranges over uh-huh. the years, trying to find the perfect replacement for it, and I can't. So when you say pillow protector, it's like a little sleeve that doesn't let moisture get onto the pillow. Right. It's it's like a, Not just and, a and it zips, and then you put the pillowcase over that. Uh. It's just to add that extra. Barrier of protection. Uh, Now, you can wash most pillows. Uh, Some say that you should do that a couple of times every year, but that can be more trouble than it's worth since Mm -hmm. different fillings like down, down alternative, 
or in my case, foam, need different washing methods. Mm-hmm. Well, plus it doesn't feel like it ever dries. Do you feel like that? That's true in many cases. There is an easier solution if you don't want yellow pillows. Just invest in new pillows every few years or at least every decade. But a lot of people are very attached to the pillow Their because pillow. they finally found something that's yeah that works for them. So there pillows you go, yellow hard. pillow. So hold on to your yellow pillow. If you're comfortable, <laughs> it is comfy. Uh, yeah, but because just, every guy will tell you that there's a, a significant other in their life who has tried to replace that pillow with something else. And look, it's soft, and I, I spent a $1,000 on right. this pillow. <laughs> it's supposed to be the best. People it's swear by foam. it. And it ain't. Yeah, it's this like or it's that. And, and it's. I just get mine, like, every year at Costco or Sam's or something like that for 30 bucks. I just rotate them. Well, I got mine, of all places, at Brookstone. And it wasn't that expensive. It was sort of like a memory foam something. There might even be some latex in there for all I know. Um, But I loved it from jump. Mm -hmm. And I tried to order some backups knowing that, hey. It could be a limited edition. Right. And son of a, they discontinued it. I can't find it anywhere. So I went back to Brookstone. They sold some others, but they weren't the same. Yeah. Mm. And I have gone to Tempur-Pedic and all these different companies trying to find anything close to it. And I just can't get the right firmness. And it's the only thing that I can comfortably sleep on. And even hotels, as much as I love traveling and staying in different hotels. You miss your pillow. It's not the same. Have you named your pillow? No, but we can we can talk about that. We can Come hold a naming contest. Old sure. Yeller. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. We got to take a quick break. Coming up, uh, put a roll of toilet paper in your fridge. Let's talk about that. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. thought of this you know with so many ken and barbie costumes coming this seems even more likely than usual if you show up to a halloween party and someone's wearing the same costume as you what will your reaction be five i know yeah it's different than showing up at the prom when yeah. someone's wearing the same prom dress as you i like i i don't mind it but when they do it better than i do i'm like then it oh, sucks. that's what kind of, yeah that. that's really what i'm asking yeah like, like, I'm not saying you both went to the same store and got the same out-of-the-box costume, but that you both put some time and effort into it, and you're like, oh, that looks so much better than mine. Mine looks stupid. Well, I mean, you're going to have that happen, though, because, I mean, there's only so many different Halloween costumes, and everybody's trying to be the most topical thing. Right. So you're going to you're gonna run into a lot of Travis, Kelsey, Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift combos, and you're going to run into, yeah... Yeah, so I guess if I was going to have a Halloween party, if I'm going to put the time and expense into a Halloween party, then I'm going to put the time and expense into the costume. So, like, we'll we'll do, you know, the full thing. Like, if I got to bring someone in, because this is clearly not my skill set, so let's just go full-on, like, unrecognizable. Like, when you walk in, you're like, where's Jeff? 
And it'll be something that you won't expect. Like, it wouldn't be the obvious Travis or... Uh, yeah, it'd be something really clever. Yeah, either something really clever or just something that's, <laughs> wow, that's cool. Yeah. You know? Like big makeup or something. Yeah, but something like that. that's, like, professionally done. I mean, why not? You know, if you're going to go to that trouble, you may as well go all the way, right? Some Someone polled 2,000 millennials and Gen Zers. And 22% of them said, however, that they would be legitimately upset if someone else showed up at their party in the same costume and their that other person's costume was better. I like the people that have to explain what they are also. Those are my favorite. <laughs> yeah. When you look at them and you're like, well, do you know who I am? Do you know I'm what Abraham I am? Abraham Lincoln, yeah. ma'am. And I'm like, are you a werewolf? No, I'm Abraham. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Or if it's some sort of pun. You know, like the one I did that one year. I did. I was Fifty Shades of Grey one year. I had on just tons of different, like all kinds of gray. Mm -hmm. And and I wore a bunch of ties, but they were all different color gray. You were like, oh, nice hobo costume. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. No, I'm Fifty Shades of Grey. We were talking about that in our creative. Okay. Our creative meeting on Monday, they were like, did your parents ever home make you a costume? And I was like, like hobo every year for I don't know like five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that was so crazy. Um, yeah, I told you how my mom like she didn't really approve of the Halloween thing because of its connection to evil. Sure, you know ghosts. But I well, think, the portals are open this time of year more than any other. Yeah, I think just to make it easy on herself, she just literally because you know we didn't have any money in those yeah. years, so she just like literally put a white sheet over me and said, "You're a ghost, go." Yeah, we never <laughs> bought and never bought costumes. Everything we ever wore. Yeah. One of my favorites is when we went as raisins. Have you ever seen those? Yeah. You take oh, a yeah. garbage, garbage bag and then you just put it over your head and then stuff it full of newspapers wadded up. <laughs> so do you remember how, I don't know if you did this in your neighborhood when you were a kid, but our school would always give us these like UNICEF boxes that we were supposed to take around with us when we went trick-or-treating and ask for like pennies and change no, that would no. that would go to UNICEF. Never did that. Us either. Well, that was fun because the sheet didn't have any holes or anything. So I was literally walking around with a sheet over me that <laughs> no and my stepdad taking uh, me around the neighborhood. So no holes and I'm bump, still bumping into things and he's only half supervising me. And, and then I got this UNICEF thing that I'm in the sheet. Yeah. And you got a rock. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, few more costume stats. 57% of people at parties will check throughout the night to see if their costume needs any touch-ups. Of course, uh, they also found the three elements of a great Halloween party are good costumes, good food, and good decorations. All right. Lots of alcohol. Yeah. Party on, party <laughs> on, people, party on. Right. Are you guys going to any Halloween parties? Uh, yeah, I'm going to two on the same night. Oh, oh nice. wow. Look at you. That's exciting. So we'll be yeah. stopping at Tisha's for a part of the night and then going to another one right after. Oh, so what are you going to dress up as? Do you have any ideas? Don't D- know yet. Something, DJ and PJs again? Something comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a last-minute decision. DJ and PJs. Skyline gave us that sweatsuit one year. Oh, that is dope. That's always a go-to. Yep. And then Camp we could counselor. Also, yeah, always could do the lederhosen <laughs> that we just bought. Oh, I do. Lederhosen. I there think Tim go. should do his lederhosen again for sure. But without yeah. a shirt, I kind of pitched the idea there during the hot list that he could be. You know how everybody sexy likes, lederhosen. Yes, exactly. Everybody likes sexy this, sexy, sexy that. There you go. <laughs> He's sexy Hoffer House. 
<laughs> he has a pretzel and a stein. It's He's not Bavarian a regular pretzel. Cream. It's more of like a yeah, an inflatable. A couple pretzel God. sticks. Yeah. Great. So All right. Does anyone do this and swear by it? According to TikTok, we should all be storing a roll of toilet paper in the refrigerator. No. Never done it. Never done it. Huh? Nope. Why should I? Well, my first thought was maybe it provides a nice cooling effect when you bring it back to the bathroom, but that's not the main reason to do it. It's supposed to absorb moisture in your fridge okay. and help with unpleasant odors. All right. And apparently it works. Probably not as well as TikTok claims, but toilet paper is absorbent, so it'll soak up some of that extra moisture. Eventually, you'll just have a wet roll of paper hanging out by your vegetables, but experts say it can work in a pinch. In general, however, you're better off keeping a box of baking soda in there like a normal person, but <laughs> yeah, just saying, if you want to do a fun little experiment with the kids, might be something, especially if moisture happens to be a problem in your fridge, which some people I don't know what's going on in my fridge. About. My fridge is a scary place. Something Why? happened, something well, wrong. There are things in there that are just been there oh, for a very long time. Out. And When they start moving yeah. on their own, that's when that's you know. A, that's a, there's a smell in there now. Probably I'm not exactly sure what's going on. That's the time. Yeah. Something died in there. Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. The reason the person was ghosted, the reveal, I'll start with, I can't, I can't share that with you, but I can play a clip of the reaction, which at first was just dead silence before <laughs> Fritch finally broke the silence with. What? Have you heard that? No. <clears throat> Is I'm that not. even possible? I thought that was the first question in my mind. Because I thought I like, once that it was otherwise activated, <laughs> that the other way... With some serious concentration, I can do both. Look really? At you. Yeah, right. you got skills. Yeah. But I'm not filling anyone up with that. Is no. that your OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It's all I can, it's all it. I can it's share all with getting. you. That's Ooh. it. <laughs> that was a little snack, Jeff. So. Man. Since you can't really put it on the air... I mean, legally we could, but just... We don't want to tick off the sponsors. Well, it's that, and I just... <laughs> rather save that for... If you really want to hear it, we will post it online. We have a, we have a second date update uncensored. Mm -hmm. We had dinner night last night. Podcast. And we had some friends up there uh, over... And I was telling him about this. I was like, you guys are not going to believe. Oh, you did tell and him about it? Yeah, because I, everyone found it in, in very interesting. Oh, really? And everyone had different things that they thought. It could be? It yeah. Could, it could, how it worked. Oh. So it was just, a, it was a, a little social experiment into what people know about each other's bodies. Oh, pulling the yeah. curtain back a little on each <laughs> other. Oh, That's man. fun. Interesting. I mean, I, I will say, too, after we 
while we were speaking to this person, I went down a Google rabbit hole that I was not ready for. Yeah, I, I, yeah, kidding. you. I the look on your face. I think that I might be the first sick. time that you were like shocked. But yeah, but you also seemed like you couldn't stop looking. Well, because like, you, there, like there was something else to click on and something well, else I to learn. Because I put in this question, whatever this question was, mm-hmm. and it just pulled up all these other questions thing. of things that I was like, oh my god, I, no I want to know that too. I need to know that too. The yeah. website's crashing right now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> So if you would like to hear today's second date update that we could not air on the radio, uh, then you can go to WKRQ.com or you can go to the Q102 app. You can go to our Jeff and Jen podcast and uh, and you'll find and yeah the most recent, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. most recent one. I just loaded it so it might be a minute or two before it starts showing up, but it's there. Yeah, and if it's not there, just keep hitting refresh because... Uh, it's on its way. It's It's... Uploading right now as we speak. So for now, we bring you this encore presentation of Second Date Update that was censored. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Chuck is looking for a second date update with Samantha. Hi, Chuck. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Great. Honestly, I, I can't believe I'm even doing this. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's a little desperate, to be honest. But look, here's the thing. I feel like there just aren't that many women out there that, that I match up with. I just feel like there are, you know, three things that are kind of important to me. Attractive, fun, interesting, you know? Yeah. And um, this girl... All three of them. And I'm just like, how are we not going on a second date? So I just appreciate being able to do this, but it, it does feel a little bit weird. I just want to kind of get that out of the way. You're not the first to say that. <laughs> well, okay. Anyway, um, we met at uh, Sonder, had a few beers. And I'm telling you, there was like instant chemistry. Like I would have taken her home that night, you know, if I thought that she would be into it. But, you know, I could tell she was kind of like a, you know, second, third dater kind of kind of girl for that kind of action so um i wasn't even gonna try like i wasn't getting anywhere that night but with, with that okay um but you know i had that feeling like i wasn't gonna have to wait long for this when she gave me like all those signs that she was into me like she was smiling laughing flipping her hair like all those things that girls do you know it's just like i don't know i mean she laughed a lot she's super flirty like i i just knew it like they, you know when a girl's into you and she was definitely into me you guys are usually um, pretty slow on that uptake so the fact <laughs> that you were picking up on it she must have been putting that out yeah. there. Yeah. It was clear. It was wouldn't clear to anybody, I, I mean, for sure. She wanted to make sure you knew she was into you. Even to the fact that, like, after hanging out for a couple hours, like, I walked her to the car, and she gave me a hug, and she did that thing, you know, that, that girls do. Like, she kind of put her thigh, like, right into my crotch. Like, you know. Wow. Kind of. Letting you know, like, hey, I'm interested. Like, kind of marking her territory sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> marking her territory. <laughs> sure. Why not? We do that sometimes. I'm telling you, I liked it. I liked it. It's a nice way to gauge, too, you know. If you're kind of receptive to me putting that out there, then you know. Yeah. I don't think I gave her any reason to believe I wasn't, and I've reached out. And, I mean, 
I'm just like, why am I not hearing back? Like, what's up? I'm confused if there was like this much chemistry and she's doing that. Like, I would have thought she wanted you to go home with her that night. Do we know if she had been taking a T, a testosterone <laughs> hormone treatment? Of that any, could explain a lot. Had she had an injection. Yeah. She's having a night. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. If <laughs> so, she didn't bring it up over dinner. Okay. okay. No. <laughs> hmm. Well, that is weird. You don't think that maybe you missed your window. Like, you estimated her to be someone who's a second or third dater when it comes to going home with. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it possible that she was thinking, oh, I'm I put ready. out all these signals. Yeah. He didn't take the bait. He's obviously not that into me. I'm not wasting my time. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking, too, I want Jeff. someone who's more, who's passionate enough. No, yeah. no, 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 no. She, no, she was, like, I, you know, there, it was just one of those things where it was, like, it was just the right amount of tease. It was kind of, like, putting it out there, like, hey, you treat me right. You, you, you do this a few more times. We're going to have a good time. Like, that was the vibe I was getting. There okay. was, right. And plus, it's like, I called her afterwards, like, she was just like a one and done kind of lady, like you know. That's I don't know. That, no, doesn't that, seem I, like don't, her. I did not miss an opportunity. <laughs> and then there was the pelvic contact. Yes, so. that was a little bit of a hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, with I mean, that. she went for the right thigh rub, not the straight in, you know, banging crotches. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, the right thigh. I <laughs> okay, gotcha. gotcha. Uh, all, all right, know I know that, that move. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. We'll call her up, see what she thought of you and her date with you. A second date update continues next on Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. on a date with Samantha. Chuck looks for three things. It's hard to find the right woman for Chuck because she's got to be attractive. She's got to be fun. She's got to be interesting. And not everybody measures up to those high standards that Chuck has set for the women in his life. Mm-hmm. But with Samantha, from the get-go, they went out, had some beers, instant chemistry. Those were your words, Chuck. Instant chemistry, 100%. Yep, and she was putting out the vibe the moves, the flirting, the touching of the hand, the rubbing with the right thigh, the hug, and all that. If that doesn't indicate that a woman is into you, I don't know what does. I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's on the same page. We're all in agreement. Yes. Okay. What's going on here? <laughs> and Chuck, what have you done to try to get a hold of Samantha and set up a second date? I mean, I called her a few days later, and I followed up, you know, with a text, and I called her a second time, and I, you know... At that point, it's like, what's up? Like, you're getting my calls. You're getting my text. I don't know. All right. Well, you ready to call her? I'm ready. Let's do it. Hello? Hi. Can we speak to Samantha, please? Mm, This is? (laughs) <laughs> it's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning? No way. <laughs> How are you? Well, how are you? We're doing good. Oh, my God. You want a second date update, don't you? Yes, we do. Oh, my God. You're calling me about beer can guy. 
What? <laughs> Who? I've seen one of those. I have never, ever met a guy more in love with his... Wait a minute. Hold on a second. You called him what? Beer can guy? Mm-hmm. He's now always known as the beer can guy. Is that how you have him in your phone? We were yeah. told his name was Chuck. <laughs> Some people know. Th- this is a more intimate name. <laughs> oh, jeez. He couldn't stop talking about it. Like, honestly, I barely remember anything else about the date. Like, ever seen a beer can You know, you know what a beer can is? Well, I have a beer can Once you've had a beer can never go back. They're incredibly rare, like a unicorn. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is amazing. What's crazy is when I lived in Arkansas... There was a guy named Lance who randomly was from a city called Wiener <laughs> who had a beer can. Really? That's amazing. Except, was it like... I did not have any intimacy with him. He just liked to whip it out and show people. And show people. Yeah. And it was the size of a beer can when it was oh, it's like, not in all its glory. Yeah. Oh. Just hanging there flaccid looking like that. Oh, flaccid? Whoa, that's kind of scary. Yeah, I've, I don't know. I would say I've maybe comparable with someone one time that was... I don't know if it was quite as the width of the beer can, but it was definitely short in girth. Huh. Where are you putting that? I don't know. I know. I would look at that and be like, what do you want me to do with that? It was not the the most pleasant experience. Like my friend Crystal, she tells stories about a guy she knew and she called him Big Larry. Oh. And she had that experience. As soon as she saw what was going on there, she was like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm out. Oh, yeah. She bailed. Wow. She was like, no, yeah. thank you. It was comical. It was comical. So he said it was like a unicorn, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was like, you know, it's rare. Oh, he was like, it's more than 40 ounces, baby. My unicorn 40-ounce beer can <laughs> is what he said to me. You got very comfortable on this date, didn't you, Chuck? <laughs> Evidently. Sure did. Wow. Well, I have to tell you, like, when I hugged him goodbye, I stuck my leg out, you know, that, that little move, to see if he was lying, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, oh, could you tell? That's what the he, line was for. He could be. And if he's not, I want to know, you know. And Could uh, you feel it? Well, I couldn't really tell, to be fair. But it didn't matter because he's disgusting. Like, who does that on a first date? It's not really a great selling point. Mm. No. And also, if you don't have something to back it up, you're just setting yourself up for disaster. You want to weigh in, beer can? <laughs> Sir, beer Sir can. Yeah. Sir, beer can. You know, you're wrong about this. Once a woman finds out what I'm packing, they're hooked. <laughs> you had a good time, and you're missing out now. So what is, uh, what it, when you... When you sell, you know, when you bring this up and you inform, what is your reason for doing that as opposed to just waiting and letting the ladies find out for themselves what you got going on? The old surprise factor. Yeah. You never want to surprise somebody with something like that. You want to ease them <laughs> oh in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you have a lot of experience of women, up. like, just being shocked at what they saw? And what's their reaction? Yeah. It's, 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 See, I oh, my God. Like someone like, telling you they drive a fast car. You know. Well, I was thinking if you don't feel like the date is going as well as you'd like it to, then you got to whip out that ace in the hole. Say, hey, guess what? The old beer can. In case you were on the fence. So when you have a beer can, is it a beer can like from birth or is this something that develops over time? I mean, were you always just a little bit more than average or was it, you know, not really that way until the college years? As soon as I knew how to use it, it was always big. Yes. 
So when you would have, when you would be a young man and, you know, don't, don't most men find themselves in comparing contests at some point or another with a circle of friends? Probably. I've never experienced that in real life, but just from being a, in a gym. Yeah. It was, I never had like a contest about it, but you talk about things and yeah, yeah. you see things sometimes in locker rooms and whatnot. Like it was, it was obvious. You got a little guy back. <laughs> mm. Do they have categories like, well, the girthiness award goes to? Oh, sure. Wow. No, I, just, I never played any award games. Look, you know, you've been with enough women, you get you get enough responses, you know. Ew. Easy as that. Gross. Oh, you guys. That is gross. I just don't know what to do with any of this call. So, no chance of a second date? <laughs> no way. <laughs> All right. Well, it's your loss. That's fine. I'll lose it. That's fine. I'm, I'm sorry, Chuck. That. Maybe just keep it as a surprise. Perhaps. But we appreciate you putting yourself out there. Yeah, it's interesting. So Thanks. to speak. <laughs> Yikes. And Samantha, thank you for taking the call and for coming on Second Date Update and having a conversation. Yeah. It's so cool. Thanks for having me. It was a very entertaining <laughs> conversation, I have to say. Yep. <laughs> Good luck to you both. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So that we were able to censor. That one, we pulled it off. Yeah. All right. So if you have a second date update that you would like us to do for you, all you have to do is send us an email. Jeff and Jenna at WKRQ.com. The one that was scheduled to air today that we were not able to censor is uploaded to the Jeff and Jen uncensored podcast. So if you go to WKRQ.com, from there, go to the Jeff and Jen page. From there, go to Second Date Update. And under Second Date Update, there's a link to the Second Date Update Uncensored. Mm -hmm. You'll find it. If you can't find it, today's most recent, you might want to refresh. Yeah. It is there. But it is there. It okay. is labeled Fill Me Up Buttercup. Thank you, Tim. When you see that one, that's the one. Oh. <laughs> It'll make sense. Yep. Having said that, your shot at winning $1,000 is... This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, how are you? I'm uh, good. How are you? Good. We're having a off-air conversation about our podcast stats. Uh, Tim just happened to be looking at him, and he mentioned that our listener in in Latvia has left us. Yeah. Oh no. No, no longer there. Yeah. We lost Latvia. So where else day. do we have international listeners, Tim? Uh, Australia is number two. Really. Um, Who do we know in Australia? One Wade, of our I consultant dudes. Oh, is it just uh, one per? Is this no, like? I mean, there's like it's two percent <laughs> of our total downloads over five thousand. Two percent. Two percent of you our know, downloads Australia's, are from Australia. Australia is pretty active. Cards by Jacob has quite a few followers from Australia. Oh, that's good. Yeah, oh, that's, 
Uh, oh, okay. Where they follow, they listen to your podcast. Maybe oh. there's some crossover there. Where mm-hmm. else? Another yeah. Commonwealth uh, country, Canada, is in third place with twenty. What about the UK? What's up, Canada? Germany's next. France, Japan, <laughs> UK, Sweden, Belgium, and New Zealand. That's our top wow. ten. There. Now oh, these wow. these folks who listen to us internationally are they former Cincinnatians that are either living abroad or maybe they've been transferred for work or they're on a student exchange program or something? Like, what's their story? I wonder. Oh, no. I think it's all of those things. But I also know, Jeff, that Second Date Update has a global following. Like, a lot of people, like, like Second Date Update, and they just share it with friends and family, and they talk about it, like, and oh, that's how it Oh, this is a good works. one. Here, the look, listen to this one. Now, is that just for the Second Date Update podcast, or is that for the show podcast? That's for the show podcast. <laughs> that's for all of them. Yeah, that's for everything. Wow. So, if you are listening internationally, we'd love to hear from you. Send us a message through Facebook or something, and let us know, like... How you found us, and you know what what brought you to where you are? Be and curious. we'll put that Why on the podcast. That way, it'll make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I want to hear your story. Sounds good to me. All right, Mary, let's win you a thousand dollars. Let's go, Mary. Well, if I can't be your best friend, I might as well be your biggest loser. Uh, stop, <laughs> Mary. Stop. Patience, child. Patience. <laughs> I filled out that thing for best friend thing, and the first question was, "Tell us three thing, interesting things about yourself." And I'm like, "I'm out. I have there's nothing interesting." Oh, about well, me. that's why. That's <laughs> not true. I know. Come on. <laughs> oh, Mary. Give it time. All Give right, time. Mary. You know the rules here. Thirty seconds. Don't repeat any answers. Pass quickly. Oh, Wanda did so good yesterday. I would have had man, it yesterday. I know she was right there, man. One more answer, and she was she was in the money. Tim I and I were listening because we were going from Kroger to Kroger to Kroger, and Tim and I were in the Q102 Bronco listening. We were like, ah! ah! I know. All right, we got 30 seconds on the clock. I will. Oh, we got to give yeah, you give your letter, letter, don't we? Don't we, don't we, don't we? All right. We're due for a solid one, I think. Yeah. Uh, all right, you got letter L. There you go. R-S-T-L-A. As in Latvia. 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 Right. What language do they speak in Latvia? Latvian? Latvian. Latvian. Is there a language, Latvian? <laughs> yeah, probably. How many languages are there? A lot. Oh, there's many. Okay. All right, many, so many, here many. we go. With the letter L, name something illegal. Looting. Something gross. Loogie. Something frozen. Lentils. A plant. Pat. Lettuce. A sports team. Lions. A farm animal. Pass. Llama. A business. Pass. A snack. Lima beans. An art supply. Pass. Something blue. Pass. A business. Hmm. Lineman. A pretty good, Mary. You're so good at the pass, Mary. I know, because and, and you'll hear it. <sighs> this is why you pass quickly. As soon as she says pass, something hits. Yeah. Yep. As right. soon as she lets go trying to come up with something, the answer pops into her mind. Yes. And she, she picked up one when you came back to it, too. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yep. Uh, yep. Now, when you said business, did you mean like a line of work? Like, because that's what I would consider lineman. Would that have qualified? I was or thinking, you thinking like an electrical lineman. Oh, okay. Like a lot. Oh, well, as opposed looking... to, you meant the name of a business? Yeah, like a business. Like Lululemon. Oh. Right. Or, or like something like that. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Gotcha. gotcha. You could have argued that one, Mary. Yeah, you could have argued and it. And said, well, you weren't specific in saying name of a business. <laughs> well, I could I could say that's interesting because I'm real good at arguing. There you go. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> All right. Well, keep lobbying for that best friends club position. <laughs> that's not going to happen. But thanks, guys. <laughs> well, not with that attitude. Really, they Mary? They won't let me fill out on. another one and fill it with lies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you sooner than later, I'm sure. Y'all have a great day. Thank you. you. Too, right. Bye. Bye. Latvian is the language they speak, also known as Lettish. Lettish, it is a Baltic language similar to, uh, what else was, uh, Prussian or, what's the other country around there? Sorry, I just lost my spot. Serbia? Prussian hmm. or Lithuanian. Oh, Lithuanian. There it is. And um, 1.5 million people speak Lettish or Latvian. Yeah, that's not a big country, too. So the fact that they got multiple languages is kind of... Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.